Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd. We are on episode 52, which means this podcast has officially been around for one year, 52 weeks, 52 podcast episodes. That's super exciting. Most podcasts don't last more than what, 10 episodes? If if that. If that, yeah. And you checked our stats somewhere and we we're in the top 10% of podcasts. Yeah. Which is super cool. But then I checked some of my favorite podcasts and they're like in the top 0.01%. So we have some work to do. <laughs> But we've gotten so much good feedback about the podcast. I've really enjoyed doing it for the past year. It's helped me work through some stuff in my own mind. It's helped my students. It's helped lots of people. And yeah, we're a whole year in, which is super exciting. So today's episode is also exciting because it's something that I've had to unpack or I'm currently unpacking as somebody with ADHD. And it's this idea that laziness doesn't really exist. It's kind of like a lie. I think laziness is really a way to shame someone into being more productive. And I think the reasons behind why we don't do certain things are way more complex than being lazy. So I don't like the term lazy. I think laziness doesn't exist. I think it's a lie. And the definition generally refers to this reluctance to exert effort or engage in activities that require physical or mental energy. It often implies a lack of motivation, productivity, or initiative in completing tasks or achieving goals. But I want to I break down where this idea of laziness comes from. And as somebody who grew up with ADHD, who is not good at cleaning up after themselves, is not good at doing the dishes, sometimes finds myself in paralysis mode on the couch, I've really had to, and I'm currently trying to release some of the shame involved with this idea of being lazy. Because really, again, it's this like reluctance to exert effort in activities that require physical or mental energy. And we all as human beings have a limited amount of physical, mental, and emotional energy. And some of us have more energy than others. I, for one, only have so much energy a given week of the month or a given hour of the day. And I think what's a struggle for a lot of people is a lot of their self-worth is tied into how productive they are and how much money they make and how much work they get done. And we really need to all remember that our self-worth is infinite and always exists no matter how much money we're making and how productive we are. But again, I... I also struggle with that because I really tie my self-worth with how much money I'm making. And sometimes I feel like if I'm not making money and I'm not contributing in that way because I'm not good at contributing in other ways like domestic labor, like where is my worth if I'm not making money? What are your thoughts on it so far, Todd? I have a lot more to break down. Yeah, I don't think it's as drastic as you're maybe making it out to be. I think there's good laziness and bad laziness. And I think there's good productivity and bad productivity. I think both of them need to be done with like intentionality. And I think 
not just kind of falling into being lazy or like falling into being productive, which I fall into quite often of like, oh, all right, it's during the week, during working hours, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So now I need to be working, whether I'm being productive or not. And I know that we've chatted about that I need to take some more downtime where it's like significantly like planned downtime to actually Mm -hmm. like unplug. So yeah, that's kind of my initial thoughts on the matter. Yeah. I mean, I would say good laziness is just resting. That's what good laziness would be, I guess. Yeah. Intentionally doing it. Yeah. I'm going to also argue that there's no bad laziness. Yeah. So I want to kind of break down this idea of laziness and the fact that it's not just someone like lazy just has such a negative connotation to it. And it's really used to shame people into doing something or or being productive when they don't want to be. And if you aren't doing a certain task, like human behavior is very complex and it's not because you're a bad person, right? It's probably because of tons of different factors, including your motivation to do it, your mindset, your emotions, the environment, the circumstances. It could also be driven by fear, anxiety, the feeling of being overwhelmed, or maybe the lack of clarity on the task. Like there's a lot of reasons why you may not be doing something. And it's often more of a symptom of something else happening than like a root cause. Like you aren't doing something because of the things I just mentioned. It's not that you are doing something because you're lazy and you're a bad person. A lot of these things involve this fear of failure or perfectionism and overwhelm and anxiety. All those things really go together and it can be perceived as laziness when really it's more procrastination. And procrastination is something else that we can really define and explore and kind of unpack, like, why are you procrastinating on this task? And there's lots of little tasks. Like for me, the hardest thing to do is domestic chores. (laughs) I can't do them until like, when I live by myself, I would not do the dishes until I like had no more dishes left. I would be eating out of a Tupperware container with a knife, you know, (laughs) as my fork And then I would get the dishes done and I'd have to let them soak overnight and all this stuff. Like it was until it was dire. And that used to like, you know, I didn't know I had ADHD all growing up. So I was like, oh my God, I'm this horrible person. Like why other people can just do the dishes. Why can't I do the dishes? And you really kind of like internalize that and you think that you're bad. You're inherently bad because you don't do the dishes. And like, that's not true. And I've been having to kind of like learn those things about myself. Whereas Todd, he does the dishes pretty much after every meal. Like he just does them. It takes him like four minutes. That was one of the things that clued me into realizing that I have an issue because I'm like, I am amazed by the fact that you can just do the dishes. And it's not like this huge buildup and all that stuff. So there's domestic chores. And one thing, you know, that's like, they're not fun. They're not exciting. They're not life or death. They don't give me a dopamine hit, you know? So like that's one thing to procrastinate on. But then there's also procrastinating on things like the work that you're supposed to be doing for your business. And that is really where all this mindset stuff comes into play because if your brain doesn't believe you can accomplish something, it's not going to let you take the actions to do it. So I see a lot of procrastination with people who are building their businesses, but their mindset's all messed up. And they might shame themselves into thinking like, oh, I could be doing this, but I'm lazy and I just can't get it done when really it's all these issues like perfectionism and overwhelm and lack of clarity, all those things that I just mentioned. Well, and 
being an entrepreneur and like choosing your own hours probably makes it way more difficult because you always have kind of the idea of, oh, I could be working on this, whether it's morning, Mm -hmm. noon or night, right? Like your laptop's probably always there unless you're out doing something, but you could always be, I mean, you could always be doing something where it's maybe a little bit less pervasive, like in a nine to five when you're like at work and then you leave your work at work. But I think in like a big picture, we've talked about like having seasons of work Mm -hmm. where sometimes you may be busting it or like hustling and other times you may not be. And I think we can even break that down to like smaller chunks, right? Even like within a week or Mm -hmm. within a day of like, all right, I'm going to bust it or I'm going to hustle from, you know, noon to four or whatever your schedule may look like, but then actually setting a time or like planning a chunk of your day where you're not working and you're not feeling guilty about not working. Yeah. But I think that's the struggle is like, even if you planned it out, if you have those mindset blocks or those limiting beliefs that are hindering you being able to work towards your goals, you might have that blocked off and then you still don't get the work done. And then your self-worth drops because you're not being productive. So you think that you suck. You know, it's like this whole kind of self-fulfilling prophecy or feedback loop that you can get stuck in. And I've talked about these loops before where you're like, I'm going to work on my business. I want this to happen. Or like me with working out. I want to be strong and work out and yet I don't do it. So then I feel like shit and then I don't do it some more (laughs) because I feel like shit, you know? And some people have that kind of feedback loop for their business too, where they're like, I'm going to get this work done and then they don't. And then they feel lazy and unproductive And their self-worth is tied up in that idea that you have to be productive to be worth anything. So then your self-esteem drops and you continue not to get the work done. And it's just like this whole loop you get stuck in. And again, the first step to figuring out to like getting yourself out of that is self-awareness. And it kind of goes back to our whole like podcast on shame and guilt and stuff like that. But you have to realize that laziness isn't really a thing and that you're procrastinating because of something else. And that productivity is kind of like the opposite of laziness, right? Like I got all these things done. I'm so great. Like our self-esteem is so wrapped up in us being productive. And I know I've told you this. I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but when I watched this freaking documentary on chimps and they spent like an hour a day gathering all these fruits and eating and all that stuff. And then the rest of the day, they were literally just laying around doing absolutely nothing. And yet for us, even though that's probably what we should be doing is spending more of our time laying around and resting and just relaxing and hanging out with people. Instead, our whole self-worth is tied up in productivity. So we have to be doing, if we're not working, we're doing chores or we're working out. And every minute of our day is like, there's something scheduled into that minute. Do you think that's just like an American thing? Or I wonder if that's prevalent in other countries or in other parts of the world. I, I think it's primarily an American thing for sure. That's why also I feel like this whole laziness thing, you know, people just don't want to work. They're lazy. Like workers these days are so lazy. It's like, what is their motivation in these jobs that pay shit wages? You know, like there's no motivation. No one's appreciative of them. They're being shamed. It's a culture, really. And I I don't want people to play into it anymore because it's dumb. Yeah. And even it's funny because you and I, we work differently and we work on different things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like if you're working and I'm not like in the mood to work or I don't have something that's like pressing, like maybe I will like be 
doing something personal. And I feel guilty, right? Because you're working and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I think it's vice versa too, right? Because I get up earlier and like I kind of jump right into work at the beginning of the day where you kind of take a little while to spin up. And you've mentioned before that, yeah, you kind of feel, I don't know, shameful or bad yeah, because I'm working and you're not. Right? Well, I have a lot of guilt more about the chores around the house oh, than anything. Okay. Not the work itself. Because I, I mean, I don't count my success in work for how many hours I spend working, you know, like my goal is to not work that much. So if I only spend three hours a day working and you spend eight, quote unquote working, we'll say, <laughs> I don't feel bad about that. Cause that's like success for me is not working that many hours. But when you like spend a whole day cleaning up and doing dishes and picking up dog turds in the backyard and I'm just reading a book all day that I feel bad about that. I feel guilty and lazy about that. Like you seem to have endless energy. My energy is extremely limited. And I have, especially as I'm aging with ADHD, I also have chronic pain in my back and my neck. That's 24 seven. Like I never get full relief from it. So like I have to remind myself all the time, like I don't have the energy capacity to do these things, you know, like I could take the trash out and then my back could be fucked up the whole day. <laughs> you know, So I have to like pick and choose And thank God Todd's really good at getting things done because he kind of makes up for what I'm not great at, but then that allows me to be better at other stuff. But yeah, realizing that I need more hours a day of rest and like those slow mornings where like my mind kind of boots up way slower than yours does. Like I need that stuff, but I'm still struggling with this idea that there's laziness at play and that I'm not doing stuff all day long. And it's hard to deal with when you've grown up as a high achiever your whole life. Yeah, because we were kind of born and raised to yeah be productive and to get all of our work done and clean our plates. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it is that Protestant work ethic of, yeah, you have to like put in your hours and you got to work and you got to struggle and you got to, you know, grind because that's what everyone else is doing. And that's just what's supposed to happen. Well, especially in like the medical field, I'm just thinking back to my internship days. So after I graduated vet school, which was like, you know, you're in class like eight hours a day and then you go home and you take your dogs on a walk and then you study until you go to bed. You know, that was just like what you did every day. And then if we didn't have an exam coming up, we'd binge drink on the weekends because this was Wisconsin. And then you think you're going to get a little reprieve from that. I went into my internships where, you know, I had to go into work at like five or six in the morning, normally stay till seven at night. And one night we were all leaving at six o'clock and I was super excited to go home and have dinner with my brother. And then the next day we were all called into the office and basically accused of being lazy because we left at six when we could have stayed and gone over radiographs or quizzed each other on journal articles or whatever the fuck they wanted us to do. But yeah, this idea that you literally have to be working nonstop, that's not how it works. <laughs> Nobody can keep that up. Who is that benefiting? Because it's not benefiting everyday people to have this idea that we have to be productive every minute of the day. If we're not working, it's working out or it's fixing up our house or whatever it is. Like it's just an, every minute of every day we're supposed to be doing something. And that's just not how we're meant to be. Like that blows up in our face after a while. But you, Todd, <laughs> you pretty much do something every minute of the day. 
I want to hear more of your thoughts on this because I know you've got some guilt about productivity going on in there. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of guilt in not doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know, I, I think I need to be doing stuff. That's good probably for my bo- my mind and for my body. And if I'm, like, busy doing something, then I'm not dwelling on the past or, like, worrying maybe. So, like, I think it's maybe, like, a coping me- mechanism that I just, like, do stuff. But it also, I was, like... I was going to say, that's not healthy, though. That is a coping mechanism. And that's, like, nervous system dysregulation and stuff if you okay. can't rest without feeling anxiety and worry. Yeah, and I I do know that I need to rest more, but I also like find fulfillment from doing stuff and like achieving things, even mm-hmm. if it's like cleaning the garage or like making sure there's no dishes in the sink. Like, I don't know, there's a level of like pride and like fulfillment there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I still feel like there's a, le- a level of, I don't know, because you like, let's talk about your past. You played division one soccer, you did triathlons, you did an Ironman, you got straight A's while doing those things, you got your PhD, you're an overachiever. Yeah, but I enjoyed a lot of those things. And I enjoyed putting the time in and the work in. And again, that like gave me fulfillment. Yeah, achieving successes is fulfilling. And like, that's why we do things that we do and all that kind of stuff. Well, let me flip to the other side, I can vividly remember like certain times when I would like be in my head of like, oh, I'm taking a Saturday off or a Sunday off or whatever Mm -hmm. it may have been. And I would like agonize over not studying or not training or doing whatever it may have been. Mm -hmm. And until I got to the point where it was like, okay, I'm just going to set this time, call it a Sunday afternoon. I'm not going to work today. I'm not going to work in this time. Actually blocking it out be like, okay, that's okay to stop. That was way better because I could actually then like really relax as opposed to like, oh, I'm not doing anything productive, but I'm going to always be thinking about like, oh, I should be doing this, should be doing that. Mm-hmm. So like it was like a switch to be like, okay, I'm not working for this block. And Well, and that's kind of what I'm thinking too because like the people who are never lazy, that's also are like quote unquote lazy, right? And like they're never just like resting and relaxing and taking time for themselves and away from being productive. It shouldn't be this like huge battle in our mind. Like, oh my God, I'm not being productive. I'm taking a day off. Oh my God, I'm going to have to like put it on my calendar that this is time for me and I don't have to worry. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this whole, I think this is what I was trying to get at. We're raised with this productivity being hand in hand with our self-worth. So we do things all hours of the day And our nervous systems are actually not meant to be doing that. So I can't remember which one it is. Your sympathetic nervous system goes into overdrive. Your parasympathetic nervous system, which allows you to rest, basically goes dormant. And so even if you wanted to rest and spend a day at the beach or lay out in the sun, you can't because you've been conditioned your whole life to be this super productive member of society that's doing things all the time. Well, and I think that it's related to, again, like kind of the corporate world of Mm -hmm. like us humans Mm -hmm. are supposed to work Monday through Friday, nine to five. I know even now in this entrepreneurial world we live in, I feel less guilty not working on Saturday or Sunday. And if I'm not working on a Monday through Friday, then I like have more guilt and like shame about that. And I don't want to be lazy during those days because it's like, this is my working hours, mm-hmm. even though I can choose and work whenever I want, which is so dumb. 
It is, but I've only been on this segment of my life of entrepreneurship a couple years, whereas the rest of my life, like back to elementary school, like, yeah, you went to school during these times, Monday through Friday. So I think still transitioning away from kind of the normal is a challenge. It is for sure. And I feel like even in the last three weeks, we were just got back from Taos. So we're in Albuquerque. We spent three weeks in Taos and you know, it's beautiful up there. There's mountains, stunning sunsets, and skiing. We went skiing. And I'm even thinking back now, I'm like, oh, did we really make the most of our time in Taos? Like, did we take advantage of it enough? Because there are a lot of days where I just kind of stayed home and didn't do that much. And it's weird. Like, I constantly have to be self-aware of when I get back into those thought patterns of like, am I doing enough? Am I contributing enough? Am I being productive enough? Am I resting enough? Like I struggle with all of that and I'm trying to rest more and read and have hobbies and stuff like that outside of work and stuff. But it's still a struggle for me because I do think my self-worth is definitely tied up in not necessarily the hours of the day that I work, but like how much money I make. And it's just all really interesting. There's a lot of deconditioning going on, I feel like, with myself. And yeah, self-awareness is just step one. Let's go back to something you said. So you said, did we make the most of our time in Taos? So like that statement by itself is like very productively like driven. Yeah. Do you think we didn't get as much out of it because of the time that you were resting, you had nothing to show for or it wasn't like, it wasn't measurable. Whereas like the times where you are working may have been less than your rest time, but because you had less to show for it. I think it's the whole thing that I'm like used to from years ago. I mean, and I've been an entrepreneur since 2018 now, so we're going on six years. So this is how long it takes to decondition yourself. But I just remember back in the day when it's just so weird to think about, but when I was working full time and I would have like a little vacation or break or something like that, and you'd go, go, go do all these things, see all this stuff. And you'd come back from your vacation feeling even more tired than you felt before. Like it wasn't like you relaxed or whatever. So yeah, you're just, even when you're vacationing, even when I was doing quote unquote self-care and I was getting my nails done and getting massages and stuff, I was still having to like squeeze those into my schedule between everything else I had to fucking do, you know? And I think this is a trend that I'm seeing. People are really craving those slow moments, slow travel, slow mornings, just sitting outside watching the sunset with a drink in your hand. That's literally what we did, which is great, but there's still that part of me that's like, did I do enough? Did I make it worth it? Even though like, I just want to live a slow life. And I just want to walk around with my dogs with my cup of coffee in my hand. And that's literally what I did. Like I made it, (laughs) you know? But you feel guilty about it? I don't feel guilty. I just like, I have mixed feelings about it. Or there's something deep in my brain that's being like, but you could have skied more. Or you could have gone out shopping on the plaza. Or you could have gone out to more restaurants or something, you know? You could have done more. I don't know. It's very weird. Do you think... How you spent your time over the last like couple of weeks, do you think you did that intentionally or do you think it was just kind of you fell into kind of your routines or into the circumstances of the day or the week or did you actually say like, oh, I'm intentionally going to work today from here to here or like I'm going to take today off? How intentional were you 
And do you think you could have been more to make yourself feel better about them? I guess that's a good point. The intentionality is probably a big part of that, about how you feel about how you spend your time or whatever. But I had some really good work days where I accomplished a lot. I was in the zone. I was like hyper-focused. I didn't even move for like hours. (laughs) And it was great, honestly, because I got so much good work done. And then there are other days where I read. I like finished two books and I saw some incredible sunsets. The dogs got to run around and play. Like it was just great. But like Yeah, I think that even as a 40-year-old who's been out of the workforce for six years, I still have a huge tie between my productivity and my self-worth. And I think we all need to examine those things and see what's in our best interests and practice some self-compassion and self-reflection. And sometimes I'm too fucking tired to be... What's the word you just used? Intentional. Intentional. (laughs) Well, maybe that's time to just be like intentionally... Like, I'm going to rest. Yeah. Probably that's what it means. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys listening are realizing that whether you're productive or lazy, it has nothing to do with your self-worth. We all are struggling with it. Like me and Todd have very different journeys with this. And the underlying kind of feeling or definition or use of the term lazy or laziness, whether we use it on ourselves or somebody else uses it towards you. I think there's a lot of people who can relate to growing up with ADHD and being called lazy and feeling a lot of shame about that. Using shame is not an effective tool to motivate people or encourage action or productivity. You might see some short-term compliance, but in the long term, it really has a lot of harmful consequences for people. And that's whether you use it on yourself or use it on others or somebody use the term towards you. So I want everyone to be more empathetic, more understanding, more compassionate. And if you find yourself procrastinating and calling yourself lazy, there's something underlying that. And it's worth some self-awareness and some unpacking, as they say, as the cool kids say. So yeah, thanks for listening to our 52nd episode. Yeah. Happy anniversary, (laughs) Megan. Happy anniversary, Todd. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.